Hey, everybody. This is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and over there is the Johnny Storm to my Sue Storm. We're sister and brother? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Show's over, folks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and you are... I'm Chris. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I thought it was a good one. I was caught up in it. Sorry. Uh, so, and I to... am Josh, of course. And I'm Josh. I... Are, are you wearing your amazing fantasy football shirt? Mm. Oh, we're in such a hurry. Getting, getting How, live. Okay, is this like a belly shirt on you? Because it shrunk you notice, incredibly. Do you notice I have a, uh, I have a, because it gets cold <laughs> down here, I, I have a zipped up hoodie and it's zipped up to, you know, well past my navel. Let's just put, you know, mid chest or whatever. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a small shirt. But I was like, who cares? Nobody's going to see it. And I just outed myself. So there you go. I'll just walk <laughs> off stage this way if I have. Well, I'll BRB, but whatever. Uh, anyway, so we got. So I had some shirts made up. I found this thing on Amazon where you can put literally any image on a shirt, and I got some. I made some amazing, amazing fantasy football shirts last year for Chris and myself. And uh, tell how small it is when I do this. Uh, oh, no, and then and then you one washing. They were not pre-shrunk. I was like. Oh, yeah, I, I was, was, I was, was a little tight, but then like the second washing, I was like, oh, I was skeptical and I washed it right away. Maybe I should have just been like, send it back. But you had already gone through junk got, mail. And I, I was got a like, refund, got a refund for both of them. Oh, good, good. That makes me feel better then. It, then it was, it was more of a throwaway that, at that point. I'll give yeah. it to, I'll give it to Lizzie <laughs> in two years. Anyways, <laughs> um, how are you doing tonight, Chris? Amazing. Just like our show. Okay. That's good, man. I don't like, I, I do like to right, complain. My, I'm but, doing all uh, right. My back kind of hurts, but other than that, I'm pretty good. Because you've been carrying me in the turtles? <laughs> no, no, because my, I have a pain in my oh, shoulder. Back. My back. Anyways. My back's been good lately, so I feel for you. All right, Chris, uh, we are Amazing Fantasy Football. We're here to do our stream. We're here to talk about some wide receiver diamonds in the rough. We're going to do a one, at least one mock draft. We have them queued up this time, unlike yeah. last week, where we had some some malfeasance on the behalf of uh, Fantasy Football Calculator. Um, we're going to do Sleeper this time. It'll, yep. it'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, I believe you've got some news for us. I've got some news. All right, we're gonna roll. He's got pretty the quick. news. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with this. Offensive tackle Mackay Becton for the Jets has suffered an avulsion fracture of the right kneecap. Per, <laughs> I like how it's a copy to pasted tweet, and he's uh, seeing a surgeon tomorrow, but likely is out for the year. Brutal. Uh, to remind folks, maybe Josh has to remind me. I think it was last year. You also missed all of two years in a row, two full years. Bigger guy. He played, too. he played in one game last year. Oh yeah, it was like week one. He got hurt in week two or what, what have you. Um, yeah. And uh, anyway, bigger guy who seemed uh, reports were saying he was doing well with his weight because that was a concern of theirs going back a couple years and then the health. Uh, so this is a really in my in my book it was a bit of a blow to you know any uh, fantasy pieces for the Jets offense. So we'll just leave it at that. On yeah, I'm not gonna call his career over, but um, it doesn't look great. But uh, He's still very. He's a, he was. He was a first round pick. That goes. That will he, take. That will take. That will give you years in the NFL by just being a first round pick. <laughs> Teams will, will over on. and over and over again will take a shot on you, despite more. how bad you may be looking at you. What's that guy that Minnesota drafted? Not Christian Ponder. He was a wide receiver. Josh Doxson. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other one. 
Doxon, Doxon was Minnesota. I thought you were talking about Treadwell. Oh, Doxon was in uh, Washington. Treadwell was in so you meant Minnesota. Treadwell. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, well, I meant both of them, actually. But, you know, <laughs> they're both wide, re- wide receivers. They're both still in the league. Yeah, for sure. And Treadwell has actually grabbed on to a couple of rosters the last couple of years, like third or fourth receiver type of thing. Same with Doxon. Yeah. You're like okay. wide receiver five, four, five, six, you know, yes, like I, they're I, just I, there. Be- I'll probably be because they're first round picks. Gotcha. Uh, what else we have? Uh, defensive side of the ball. Rokon Smith requested a trade. Moving on. Uh, oh, you, Jet- you didn't. You didn't say that the Jets signed Dwayne Brown. Oh, thank you. You know what? I didn't. S- I'm not saying it didn't exist. Let, let, let's just forget about that. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, they uh, uh, obviously uh, signed Dwayne Brown right after that. Uh-oh. Two year, twenty two million dollars. I was like, "Whoa, that's wow. a contract." He's an older dude, yeah, but uh, he's proven. That's the for the fact that it's two years as well is just well. And I and uh, a different situation. Uh, Ryan Leaf was commenting on, but he definitely commented on the fact that a lot of these guys. That Ryan still... Leaf, huh? Said, for the for the viewers, that Ryan Leaf. That right, yeah, no, I, do, I actually I love him on the Rich Eisen show. Anyways, uh, keep going, keep going. Point is, he said, uh, you know, there's a certain veterans that are still sitting out there unsigned, and there's a reason for that. Meaning, you get to a certain age, you can get your body ready, you can get ready for contact. You're a vet, you know how to play the, you know what I mean? Like, you can maybe you could throw a Cole Beasley in that situation, like, uh, not at right tackle or left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So uh, I feel really good about this Wayne Brown signing. Thank you for reminding me of that because I didn't have it for some reason. Uh, onward, uh, we mentioned Rokon Smith. Uh, James Robinson taking reps with the first team. Uh, and one morning, the versus the Dolphins, I think this was a practice, joint practice with the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers lost wide receiver Russell Gage and center Robert Hainsey to injury. I think it was just hamstrings. Forgive me, I don't have that details. Onward. Uh, Melvin uh, Gordon. Th- wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. Did sorry. You talk the Bucks center, the Brian Jensen. This is Hainsey, so maybe it's second and, string. Oh wow, they're just their second string as well. Damn. Maybe look it up while I'm continuing because I'm, I'm literally that's what it says. It right now. It was, co- was copied and pasted, so I assume the spelling. NFL.com. Brian Jensen center. So this Anyways. guy just mistyped Hainsey, but this was today. I think this was like today or yesterday. Anyway. Melvin Gordon being evaluated for foot injury. Uh, sounds like rookie Randale Robin, uh, Melvin Gordon of the Broncos. My apologies, folks, going a little fast. Sounds like rookie Wandale Robinson of the Giants, right? Has already sewn up the starting slot wide receiver job. So that was kind of eye-opening to me. Uh, it's still a little early, I'd say, but that's what this bit of news says. Uh, Browns announced QB Deshaun Watson scheduled to start in preseason open versus Jags this Friday. Um, Pats could entertain idea of trading Damian Harris. A little bit of fluff, a little bit of rumor, but hey, I wanted to include it. Uh, speaking of Patriot running backs, James White is retiring. Due to uh, injury. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of, again, a tad bit of fluff. Uh, Bucks head coach Todd Bowles told reporters that Tom Brady will be away from the team to deal with a personal matter until after Tampa's August 20th preseason game versus the Titans. Uh, then oh, more wow. recent, then more recently, yeah, we've got uh, Pete Carroll said uh, Rashad Penny is dealing with a slight groin injury. Seems unlikely he'll play this Go Saturday. <laughs> hey, you know, let yeah, the let, also let the hype trains let the hype trains roll, man. We, we've we've been kind I, of chatting back. That's and not forth. a hype train. That's just like, pff, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, just 
Par for the course with Rashad situations Penny. happening that affect the depth chart all over the NFL, all over the positions. Um, it's interesting to me. What were you saying about Russell Gage? He, uh, I didn't have the, the details of both of those Buccaneer injuries, Russell Gage and Robert Jensen, I guess. Uh, that is their second string center. You know what? I have way. those tweets, all of those tabs pulled up. That is their I'm second looking. string center? Okay. That's yeah. what I thought. I was like, they just so happened to be named uh, uh, Ryan, both Ryan. Uh, they're not, but that's Robert Hainsley, Robert Hainsey and Ryan Jensen. They have one center left. Anyways, um, so like, it doesn't Robert, sound like Russell sorry. Gage is. Yep, my bad. Um, it doesn't sound like Russell Gage is serious. From what I don't it think sounds he's going like to one injury. or anything. Yeah, probably not. I mean, you're and Godwin's at... surprised us out how far he's come. So they should be able to. Feel I don't the... think he's. I don't think he's going to play in week one. I think he's still headed for the pop, but that's that's. I haven't read anything in a week or so, but uh, a week or week and a half ago, it seemed pretty positive that he missed the pup. And uh, that could be just a roster numbers thing, though, to your point. They could just be like, you know what? Might not be ready. You probably won't be ready week one, but right after that. And I have to look at their schedule. Um, could be something weird there with half a week or a week and a half on the on the backside. Onward and upward. That's all the news I got, buddy. Yeah, it sounds like Chris Godwin might play in week one. I don't know. I could easily see them putting him on the pop. Just to... They can still do that, I guess. Yeah. If Yeah, if if Mike, if Mike Evans and There's Julio and though, Russell between... Gage and mm-hmm. the rest of their wide receivers are all 100% healthy going into the season, I could see them just to be like, Dude, just get 100% because we'll need you down the stretch. And it's important to mention that you have different requirements when you're or restrictions when you're put on pup before training camp versus like you said in august third week of august fourth whatever of august uh because i think then you have to serve a minimum of three i'm so bad at this dude i'm sorry five a six pup is six weeks why would they not put him on pup if you think he's no there's no way they put him on pup no they'd have already done it because you can pull them change it and now it's only four I think you're way high. Well, not with four. I think you're way high with six. Uh, but no, that's uh, what that's what it used to be. If you started the season on the pup list, it used to be used to be six weeks. You're out the first six weeks. I think there's a three to six thing. Three to six. Uh, anyway, yeah, I think uh, they changed it recently. Any one of us will update. This is the bad. Other. This is bad. This is bad. As we like this sit here bad and radio. kick this idea around. Yeah. This is bad radio. We, we can we usually <laughs> are sitting in front of computers, or we could just look it up, or we could just move know, it a, move along. And we need to move and, along. Yep, and we'll just say that one of us was right, and it's probably you. Uh, I would guarantee that. Go ahead, <laughs> Chris. We're gonna talk. We're here to talk about some diamonds in the rough wide yep. receiver edition. Um, yep. I gotta say, buddy, I I really wanted to like not to kind of spoil my list here a little bit. I wanted to put like Marcus Feldes Scantling or Nicole Hardman or you know some other Chiefs wide receiver on here, and I I just couldn't. I feel like MVS is the guy that you want later in drafts, but here's I've I got three other guys that I'd rather talk about here. Okay. Okay. You want to start how off you th- Um so I did this kind of like the uh, running backs and wide receivers. Or oh, the quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, quarterbacks that is. But yeah. mainly the running backs is I just I looked after like round ten ish, you know. Um all my re- wide receivers are after wi- uh wide receiver sixty and later. Like true diamonds in the rough, you know. Um, 
I just feel like everyone's going to draft at least four wide receivers anyway. So, and then everyone in that wide receiver five kind of thing was like, eh, seems a little obvious. So I went a little deeper. Did you want to start? Or you want me to? I don't remember who started last week. So I say you keep rolling. Go right ahead. And okay. Start. Cool. I got DJ Chark as my first guy. He's wide receiver <laughs> 60. Um, so I, I want to say that these are all based on. Uh, the consensus ADP on fantasy pros for half PPR. So I know different sites are different, have different things like fantasy football calculator is different than that. Sleeper is different than that. You know, I'm just, I just want to throw it out there that if someone's listening or just, and they're like, Oh, come on, that's not true. I have this, this sinking on, feeling. I forgot to switch it to half point, Josh, but please continue. <laughs> this is based on fantasy pros, half PPR, yep, 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 yep. wide receiver, 60 DJ Chark, or going as the 1303. As we all know, yeah. Chuck spent his first four seasons with the Jags. He had one good season with Gardner Minshew as his quarterback back in 2019. Since then, he's had some troubles uh, on the field with injuries. And even when he wasn't injured, he wasn't all that great. Uh, some of that could have been his quarterbacking. Some of that could have just be like, I don't know. But T-Law came into Jacksonville last year. He was supposed to be the savior of the franchise. That didn't work out so well, but I'm willing to blame Urban Meyer for now. We're going to see what T-Law can do this year, but uh, we can all agree that Trevor Lawrence has a strong arm. Am I correct, Chris? Absolutely. Um, uh, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's like Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers. Well, I would say this much, Josh, arguably, uh, and I know this is what they said when he you know, came out, the, uh, the greatest prospect at the position since Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. That's and high Andrew Luck had a good arm too. High praise, but, uh, exactly. Continue, please. Anyway, I mean, they were talking after that. What was his, his freshman year, where he wasn't even eligible for the NFL when the Clemson won that championship? They were just like, well, "Draft him in the league now. Change the rules. Trevor Lawrence should be coming tank, into the NFL." Tank for Trevor. Tank for Trevor. Yeah. Anyways, sure. uh, like I said, I'm willing to blame last year's woes uh, in Jacksonville on Urban Meyer and. The, for lack of a better term, shitstorm that that came with him. Um, but here's the thing. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is better than Minshew Mania, but before 2021, Chark's average uh, AYR, or average yards per reception, was 13.17 in his first three years combined, the average of those first 13 years. But last year, with a stronger arm quarterback, it jumped to, and I know he only had like, you know, 20 or 40 uh, receptions five, last year. Five games, something like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but last year, it jumped to tw- it, it jumped to 22 yards per reception. Oh. Yeah. And and Chark, and this is Chark's thing, is that he may not yeah, run yeah, the yeah, best yeah. routes, but he's a speed guy. He's one, of the, he's one of the faster wide receivers in the NFL. He ran a, a sub 4-4 in his combine, which led Jacksonville to take him. And I just think that he's going to be the downfield speed guy for Detroit. Uh, that's not exactly a Monroe St. Brown's game. He's not a slow wide receiver, but St. Brown is also not as fast as Chark. So when uh, you got... Yeah, with that size and speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's, uh, he's a size speed freak, you know? Absolutely. And he's, like I said, he's not much of a route runner. At least he hasn't been his first few years. I've got a little something so, to say about that in a moment, but please continue. Um, I just like him as a deep ball, the deep guy and uh, the deep ball guy in Detroit, like Jared Goff. I mean, kind of like Trevor Lawrence, maybe is it doesn't have quite the arm Trevor Lawrence does, but he's also, but he also got a stronger, exact same area of the draft. Sorry. He's also got a stronger 
arm than Gardner Minshew or Nick Foles does. Well, absolutely. So, I mean, it takes it takes Gardner Minshew effort to throw the ball 40 yards, you know, whereas, you know, Trevor Lawrence is like, whoop, 40 yards, hmm. 60. Okay, now i got to put my back into it. I would but, argue uh, Lawrence's and Goff's arm are terrible. I mean, you got to remember how much of a golden arm Goff had coming in, man, in that one season in L. He uh, made some uh, deep LA. balls. He made some deep ball throws to like Cooper really nice uh, Cup and Robert dude. Woods. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm, it's, and this is not on, based on hard knocks or anything like that. <laughs> I, am just, I think I have something about that here in a moment. Please continue. I haven't Sorry. watched it. I don't really like the show I hard knocks. Know. I think I it's That's dumb. Right. But, yeah. I, but I mean, it's not to say, I like, I'm all in on the Lions this year. Well, I'm, Mostly on the Lions. I'm a Colts fan, so I got to mm. give the Colts their, their respect. But what little NFL fandom I have left for one specific team is the Lions this year. So I, they they could potentially be really good. And I like I like DJ Chark at wide receiver 60 in the 13th round. If he doesn't work out for the first couple of weeks and you need to cut him for someone else off the waiver wire. Yeah, fine. Whatever. You didn't really invest much into him. Kind of like a lot of these guys. They don't oh, work dude, in the first yeah. week or two. And you need to drop them for someone better, like a you know uh, the uh, running back that popped off in week one that no one saw coming, or you know you know some uh, some better wide receiver you know that popped off sure, in week sure, one. Sure, sure, go for it. But you know, what if Chark does pop off in week one? He's already on your team. Is that all you got? Yeah, sorry, I got. Go ahead. Let me say my two cents about uh, DJ Chark since he's my first guy, and by first I mean oh, I'm gonna nice. uh, apparently I'm gonna go in order of depth, if you will, a, a, a deeper diamond. Um, and yes, uh, the theme of the show is absolutely going to be uh, uh, diamonds the rough. Deep dives here, folks. All right. Uh, I'm going to skip the ADP stuff because Josh already went over it. I'm off by a couple because I forgot to filter my list. I Dang it. Um, uh, it could rise more. His ADP could rise more if, uh, you know, more reports keep coming out of a bit of a connection between him and golf, which is exactly it's, what we're hearing. It's already risen. Uh, yeah. Like, like there eight spots since like the beginning of the weekend yesterday. There you go. So uh, it could also rise the more and more we hear about uh, Jamison Williams. One, or it could rise or fall one way or the other. The more we hear about Jamison Williams. Let me continue. I took a, bit, a little bit of a different approach. I'm going to go and get these stats out of the way because they're similar to Josh's, but uh, uh, organized in a slightly different way. And then I'll go on to my a couple other takes, which has a little bit more to do with uh, Jamison Williams and the depth chart. Uh, if you throw out his first year because he was dinged up and he was a rookie, and you throw out last year because of what Josh has already discussed. Uh, there was a guy you know, named Gerben Meyer came into town. So basically 2019 and 2020, he averaged 105 and a half targets, 857 yards, six and a half touchdowns with Gardner Minshew and Nick Foles. Those yeah. two years, those two years. That's who, that was his quarterback. I was, that, I was puking at the quarterbacks. Not the I know. No, that's exactly what I meant uh, to make you do, I guess. <laughs> and that was with uh, 15 and 13 games played respectively again folks 2019 and yep. 2020 he was wide receiver uh, 16 in 2019 that was probably not half point ppr <laughs> just keep that in mind uh the lions gm brad holmes uh quote uh we're going to be very i'm sorry this is in regards to jameson williams uh, which by the way his adp is uh the 13.7 so the seventh pick of the 13th round and wide receiver 64 so he's actually more expensive no he's not he's like he's slightly less expensive let's call it a half a round Almost. Uh, this is the Lions GM Brad Holmes on Jamison Williams, their rookie wide receiver that they picked this year. Uh, we're going to be very smart with him. He's in a good place right now. It's not going to be week one. Coach Dan Campbell uh, and I felt that we were in a position to acquire a player like this and don't need him for day one. Holmes said in Fowler's 
piece. It's a long, Fowler was the reporter. It's a long-term thing. And I've also yeah. heard, I've also heard October and November thrown around folks. So yeah. DJ chart. Um, mentioned Williams ADP already. And for what it's worth, Chark is listed at the top of the depth chart and a little bit more fluff, if you want to call it that, for what it's worth. Uh, in case you haven't heard, LSU produces some studs at wide receivers such as Odell Beckham Jr., Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Ter- Terrace Marshall, Jarvis Landry, Russell Gage, and Joshua, apparently. <laughs> that, that, that's, uh, I mean, folks, if you're, if you're a viewer, listener of the show, I mean, what more can you say about DJ Chark? Keep an eye on that ADP. It's a bargain. Yeah. A, a ridiculous bargain right now. For right now? Yeah. For Like I said, thir- round 13, man. That's awesome. Um, my next more. guy is a guy that you really like, Chris. Yep. Or, or you did last year, at least. Okay. okay. Coming into the coming into the, the rookie the draft and everything like that. Um, he's a smaller guy. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. My head's all in with my players here. <laughs> Oh, maybe no. That's your guy. No, I do not. Rondale no, Moore. Rondale Moore is. is you know my what? Guy. I thought saw something. Oh, it was your. It's the thumb. It's the thumbnail. Is he not yeah. on the thumbnail? I was like, yeah, is, is that not Rondale? And I just, I was busy with either life or the notes for the show, and I yeah. was like, I can't believe it's coming around. I can't believe he's coming around. All right, all right. Do you? Okay, feel- so, uh, so right now, Rondale, Rondale. That's the guy in New York. Rondale Moore is going off the board as wide receiver sixty-two or the eighth pick of the 13th round. Um, we all know that DeAndre Hopkins is out for the first six weeks of suspension for dropping acid or <laughs> smuggling cocaine, or I don't remember what it was for. Some sort of PEDs. Um, well, and we, we also, while Marquise, Marquise Hollywood Brown may have some leftover chemistry with Kyler um, from their Oklahoma days, I'm not a big fan of, of Marquise Brown just making his training camp debut this past Monday. He's missed all the preseason so far with yet another hamstring issue. He also got caught with, for criminal speeding. I, uh, and reports of that were that he was going 125. Wow. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, we have one Rondell Moore who's in camp. News. Dang it. Go ahead, please. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We talked about it last week. Oh, thank um, you. Good. Meanwhile, one Rondell Moore is complaining that he's not getting the ball enough in camp. As I said last week or the week before, Rondell Moore is the highest catch rate out of all wide receivers last year with 84.4%. Now, that comes with a bit of a caveat considering his dot average distance of target, was only 1.4 yards. So you better be catching them balls if Kyler Murray's practically handing them off to you. But, you know, just saying, 84.4%. Um, I know Rondell Moore is small. He had some injury problems in college. But in his freshman year, he had over 1,400 scrimmage yards and 14 total touchdowns. I like the cards easing Rondale into his rookie his rookie season. They let him take it slow, get acclimated to the game speed of the NFL, and uh, I think they're poised to, to unleash him a little bit in his sophomore campaign. According to Cardswire via USA.com, his, uh, his role as a returner is expected to diminish. Uh, I quote, we'll still have times that we'll see him back there, referring to Rondale Moore's work in the, in the you know, return game. Uh, I'm sure... But will, uh, but his inc- his increase his role increasing on offense it won't be much. Anyways, what uh, what Cliff Kingsbury is saying? Oh, sorry, end quote. Um, mm-hmm. 
what Cliff Kingsbury is saying that there is that he's not going to be doing as, as much return work because they want him to focus on running routes and the offense period. To me, this means all signs are pointing up for Rondale Moore. Um, Chris, I got a question for you. Would you take Rondo Moore or any of these guys? Christian Watson of the Packers, DJ Chark, who we just talked about, Jalen Tolbert, your guy in Dallas, or Jacoby Myers of the New England Patriots? Chark, then Moore, and then Tolbert, probably. Uh, I'm going to leave myself uh, mid-August, a little bit of, well, not quite even mid-August, a little bit of leeway on that Tolbert call, but I'm definitely putting Chark first. I think that's clear after tonight. Mm-hmm. And then I'm really... Somebody's got to catch the ball in Arizona. And I understand Ertz was a big thing last year for him, but man, you know who he reminds me of? I don't know how much more you have to go, but let me get this in real quick. He reminds me of Brendan Cooks. Yes, a little bit more diminutive, but it's not like Cooks is a size guy at all. I think he's like, let's, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's 5'10". 5'10". I'm going to say 5'10". Maybe 200 pounds on a solid day, maybe 190 plus. I'm not sure off the top of my head, but just... Again, not necessarily their size, but the way they win in the route. I'd like to see this guy get the ball in his hand. Wow. They're off? <laughs> oh, a little bit. 5'10", 183, Brandon Cooks. Ooh, I was a little short. On, no, I was dead on with the height. I was gave him too little, much credit on the weight. Uh, uh, you know what Rondell Moore is? He's like 5'7", 183. Like I was going to say, he's a little rocked up. Yeah, you take, you take off three inches and have the same weight, dude. He's like, yeah. spr- dude. He, he's. I, I tell you what, if you want to talk uh, physical stature, I'm still sticking with the Cooks comparison in terms of how they win in the route tree and whatnot. Sproles, he's built like Sproles a lot. Yeah. I know it sounds weird. I know it sounds. That's why they threw him the ball like a running back, like just right next to the line of scrimmage. Let him go downfield. Some he can win, dude. He was really good in school in college. That's all I got on on Rondell Moore, man. I just it's beautiful, beautiful, love it. I'm I, stoked, I, man. I think I think people are really overlooking him because I mean AJ Green. I don't I, think so. Christian Kirk's gone. Uh, nukes nukes out for the first six games. Um, yeah. And hey, if Kyler's healthy and he's happy, he's paid. You know, his his diva thing is at least quelled for <laughs> a few weeks. I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, no, I love it, man. I absolutely love it. Uh, in fact, I think it's ironic. Uh, at least the first four of our guys, two to uh, each respectively, are right in the same ca- uh, area of the draft. Uh, because my next guy, okay, a little bit deeper there, is uh, Romeo Dubs. Although I meant to look it up before we started the show. I think he came on, uh, says it's Dubs. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Dobbs. Uh, let's continue. Whatever. I'm going to keep, I'm know, keep calling know Dubs. Because I want to use rookie wide name. receiver in Green Bay. Yep, rookie wide receiver in Green Bay. Uh, again, folks, my apologies. I did not. This is without PPR, but uh, ADP uh, one ninety six. That's the sixteen point three, aka free wide receiver seventy, aka free. Um, let's start okay. with his week one opponent. Uh, his week one opponents is the Vikings. I like to take this from Josh's last couple of weeks. What he, especially what he did with quarterbacks, uh, but also what he did a bit with running backs. There, you want to get off to a hot start. His week one opponent is the Vikings, who allowed the most points to fantasy wide receivers last year. Uh, Aaron Rodgers combined for six touchdowns and 673 yards and a 131.6 quarterback rating between the two games that he played the Vikings last year because they're division opponents. Uh, Dubs had 2,000-yard seasons at Nevada and combined for 20 touchdowns in his last two years at Nevada. Rodgers is quoted as saying that Dubs seems to make a wow play every day. Oh, wow. 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 Packers GM Brian Gutkunst. 
Gute Kunz. That might be right. Okay, uh, he told reporters Wednesday that he's not overly concerned with the... I'm sorry, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. May I remind you, Christian Watson is injured right now. Uh, it's mm-hmm. kind of a similar theme that I mentioned with Jameis and Williams, actually. Um, so uh, let's continue that theme here. The GM mentioned that reporters that he's not overly concerned with the effects of uh, Christian Watson missing time. Their first round? Yeah. Second round? Second. Uh, missing time uh, while he... Yeah, second round. While he uh, may need time to catch up, they won't rush their second round pick. If I'd have just kept reading. And cited that strategy as being a long-term play. May I remind you, Christian Watson never had a double-digit touchdown season or a thousand receiving yards season in four years at North Dakota State. Watson's ADP is twelve point three pick, uh, wide receiver fifty-nine, so he's significantly more expensive. Um, you had the filter on there. What's that? You had the filter on for that one. <laughs> I guess so. You got uh, so it right. Yeah. In other words, <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't jot this down, but I, if I seem to recall, he's like six two two hundred, got great size. Um, yep. You know, don't, may I remind you, Lazard uh, on the other side, uh, allegedly uh, with depth chart and position. I don't is know a, if he's is a very big wide receiver Le- yet. Also, I don't know if Lazard's going to be a side guy. I think he's going to be more of a. I think he has the ability to be moved around. I don't know I what they're going to do with Lazard, man. I. I I feel like we're getting I feel like we're getting hoodwinked on Alan Lazard here, but I but I also don't want to get ahead of myself on dubs. To be fair. But uh dude is I mean he's free. He's free. And Christian Watson is I was trying to get I him just, in our in our dynasty rookie draft and it just it didn't yeah, work yeah, out. I, I drafted him. Oh you did? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Might have been my second or third. <laughs> Woo! All right, who you got up next, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> next up i have if this will open again thank you paris campbell this is my last guy oh good one thank you very much for including him continue please do you is he your other guy no he's not no he is not I, and i'm glad he's not actually because we already had charge okay chris here we go uh i just think it's a good paris pick. campbell right now is going as the wide receiver 80 or as the 2001 the first pick of the 20th round um <laughs> i know they don't do free. that many yeah um, here we go, Chris. Here we go again, Chris. Josh is talking about a fucking Colts player, but uh, I, I know that Paris Campbell is always injured, and I know that Paris Campbell is always, you know, like the training camp hero of, of every Colts training camp. And I, th- and I think that's the reason why the, the Colts kept keep him around is because they're just like this guy can actually stay healthy. He's gonna be amazing, y- you know. Like I, I know I'm drinking the Colts camp Kool Aid on like apparently this entire preseason. But I, I like Naeem Hines and I like Paris Campbell, two lesser names that I think people need to keep, to at least think about when they're drafting. Um, and here's the thing about Paris Campbell is that I'd rather spend my week one pick or my last pick of the draft on a guy who could easily go off in week one. And that way I don't have to use my fab or my waiver wire priority on a wide receiver and I can keep it for a running back or tight end flyer that popped off in week one, you know? Matt Ryan is getting up there in age, but I don't think his arm is cooked like the way Philip Rivers' arm was cooked last year. You know, like you could tell Philip Rivers didn't have a lot in the in the tank. And, you know, and Matt Ryan's also not scared to throw the ball downfield like apparently Jacoby Brissett was with the Colts. Like every once in a while, Jacoby Brissett would throw the ball downfield and you'd be like, where the hell has that been all, yeah. all, all this time? Yep. Like the guy can do it. He just doesn't. 
um, or didn't when he was with the Colts. He was like scared of making a mistake. Lack of talent and experience, um, you name it. I, I just like, and I know Matt Ryan, he, he can read a defense probably just as well as anyone at this point in his career. He does have some boneheaded moves here and there, but they're way less than Phillip Rivers or um, Carson Wentz, you know, like anyways, this is more, I like Paris Campbell is my name here, but this is also, I'm backdooring a PSA and a drafter guy, you know, like not necessarily a guy of your favorite team, but like if there's a guy that you really want in the draft at some point, don't reach, but like, don't make a major reach. Like don't like a guy that's going in the eighth round in, in mock drafts, don't get him in the fourth. But at the same time, if you really want a guy on your team, get a guy on your team, you know, like have guys on your team that you want to root for. You know what I'm saying? Like, and Campbell's one of those guys for you. Yeah. And I like, and and I, and and I, I, yeah, I try to get Colts guys on my team if I can, because I like to watch the Colts and I want to root for the guys that are on my team. I don't want to pack my team full of Colts. Like some people do with their team, but you know, that's a shot at you, Chris. Um, have you traded for Dak yet to just complete the Dallas Cowboys roster for Dynasty? Yes, but the great thing is I traded both Zeke and Schultz for him. Huh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. um, now I can stack. <laughs> now I can stack. Continue, please. <laughs> what was I saying? Uh, you know, like for for a guy that and like and I and I put guys on my list that could try and get be a, like a week one contributor or maybe have the potential to go off in week one. So that they're already on your on your roster, you don't have to spend that that like I said that fab or that pre uh, or that waiver wire priority on you know these guys. You're not gonna you're not gonna hit every little diamond in the rough on your roster, you know, like going into uh, going into week or after week one. But at least try and get someone on your roster, you know, like don't just be like, hey, like Chark, he could easily be the wide receiver one two for his team. Rondell Moore can easily be the wide receiver one too. Same with Paris. Paris Campbell could easily be the wide receiver one for the Colts right now. Yeah, I know they got Michael Pittman, but you know, if Pittman's the two and and Paris Campbell's the the one for the Colts this year, boom, you're getting them for free, free. I like it. What you like got? It. What you got? Yeah, I would What's say as much guy, about uh, Matt Ryan. Uh, you talked about it a, a few moments ago. Um, hmm. He did support. Uh, a Kyle Pitts last year, which was a de, a de facto, what his fantasy, a uh, low end wide receiver one, high end wide receiver two with his stats. He averaged 15, tight end, but he had 15. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is Matt Ryan was the quarterback for Atlanta last year. Right. Yeah. And, and Kyle Pitts, a rookie at the tight end position who played a ton of receiver. Let's be clear. Averaged 15 yards of reception. Yeah. You know, a thousand yards. Like, yeah, you can get the ball down the field still. 15 yards of reception. I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, onward and upward. Who do I have here? Or downward. My deepest dive of the night and uh, my, both of our final, uh, or the final receiver of the night. Jamison Crowder. ADP. Reminder, folks, I forgot to include half point. Uh, my apologies. Uh, ADP of 17.9. Wide receiver 79. Again, AKA free. The surprisingly mm-hmm. young, uh, uh, yeah, and he will not be 30 until next June. Okay. Or happy belated birthday. Yeah. I could have just said June and everybody would know what I meant. Uh, so the veteran slot receiver has averaged 87 targets per season, 
for his mm-hmm. career, and that's with only nine games played in 2018. With a 34-year-old, uh, only nine games played with a 34-year-old Alex Smith for 10 games, Josh Johnson for three games, Colt McCoy for two, and Mark Buttfumble Sanchez for <laughs> one game as his starting quarterbacks for that uh, that season, um, where he only played nine games. Isaiah McKenzie, the talk of camp, uh, Buffalo uh, training camp, and the apple of Josh Allen's eye lately, has averaged a whopping 28.7 targets per season. Mm-hmm. He's a special teamer. Nothing more. The Bills he's ran the third. He's currently the wide receiver three, according to ESPN.com. Isaiah McKenzie. The Bills ran the third most plays last year, along with the fifth most passing attempts, and showed no signs of slowing down with arguably the best quarterback in the league at the helm. Uh, a 34-year-old Cole Beasley, now gone, uh, averaged 109.5 targets, 82 receptions, 830 yards, and two and a half touchdowns the last two seasons in Buffalo. And I'm sorry, will, could you say that at all again? Uh, 109 and a half targets, 82 uh-huh. receptions, 830 receiving yards, two and a half touchdowns. And I will go out on a very sturdy limb and say that Jameson Crowder is a better touchdown catcher than Cole Beasley. Uh, uh-huh. For what it's worth, Emmanuel Sanders, also 34, had 72 targets last year. Um, For what it's worth, uh, furthermore, uh, Cole Beasley was released after requesting a trade and remains unsigned. Emmanuel Sanders, quote, I want to make sure I'm passionate. I don't want to cheat myself, and I don't want to cheat a team. I'm trying to figure that out. My point is, I don't think they're coming back. I think you might need to worry about McKenzie more than you need to worry about Cole Cole Beasley or Sanders. In fact, Cole Beasley, it was like a bad breakup, so we'll just leave it at that. And Emmanuel Sanders isn't on the t- on the roster. No, neither is on the roster. I'm just saying, again, I said earlier that the veterans sometimes hang out yeah. at home and then end up going back to the team they were with, but I don't, I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm positive it's not happening with those two guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and looking at their early schedule, you might see the Rams and Titans on the Bills' schedule for weeks one and two uh, and be like, you know, uh-oh. But those defenses weren't quite as good as some might remember, uh, similar to what Josh pointed out last week uh, on showing... Con- on the show concerning Tennessee's defense versus fantasy quarterbacks. Uh, the Titans allowed the third most fantasy points to wide receivers in 2021 and the Rams, mm-hmm. the 11th most. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, you don't, you may not even have to draft this guy. You know what I mean? You may pick him up week one, week two, week three, whatever, like keep your eye on that situation in Buffalo because there's plenty of volume, plenty of balls to go around. Josh Allen's just, they're going to put the ball in his hands. He's durable. He's going to distribute and to, to, to look at their receivers like a Diggs, a, a Gabriel Davis, and you know last year Beasley and Sanders producing and being fantasy viable, this guy's free. I love it. I absolutely love Jamison Crowder in that regard. I drafted him in our rookie draft in Dynasty because I was like... Because he was sitting is... on the free agent. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, this is also before all the Isaiah McKenzie stuff, but... I'll admit I mean, when I was can... making my notes, it worried me a little, but I... No, I, I like that you did Crowder because he's a guy that I've loved for years. He's had some durability problems with, um, you know, the Jets. I don't oh, know if he... Sure. Did you even say that he, if he's played a full season? Because I don't know if he has. Uh, technically not, but again, we've done players where we're like, oh, gosh darn, you haven't played 16 or 17 games, but really it's like 15 a lot of times. And here's the thing, I, too. I specifically pointed out the nine-game season. That was obviously the... How about that? The nine games is the lowest. If that You know, and this is something some I've been kind context. of... I've been, an idea I've been kicking around in my head a, uh, a little bit lately is that, like, yeah, this guy has durability issues. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm drafting right now, and I'm not drafting just for week one, but 
later in the draft, I don't really care, I guess, if a guy's going to get injured at some point. I'm going to, especially like, so say you get a Jamison Crowder or you get a Paris Campbell and you're like, man, this guy's going to get injured at some point. You get nervous that come week four and he's been blown up. Trade the guy away for something, you know, for something. Yeah. You you don't, you don't do what some inexperienced players do and they take like an extra quarterback or an extra tight end or this or that in the beginning, like earlier in the draft and be like, Oh, I can hold him hostage and trade this guy. No, you take a free, basically a free pick or you sign him in week one. Maybe you maybe you do that thing where you sign a where you draft a hurt player. You have to wait till the you know after the draft. Move him to your IR if you've got that available, oh, and yeah. then you pick up a Jamison Crowder, free and clear, in a full PPR. It's a no brainer. Uh, side note: Every league should have at least one IR spot, and if you don't, Agreed. please Agreed. go to your commissioner if you are not the commissioner and say I want an IR spot because it's well. I mean. COVID might even still be an issue this year. I don't know. I mean, yeah, how I, don't, I don't know so. how to, I don't know how that's, that's going around. I mean, I don't either. We haven't talked um, about it much because I don't think it's gonna be too much of a factor, but it's worth mentioning. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So that, that's our, that's our wide receiver diamonds in the rough. Um, Chris, do we want to do, try and get a mock draft or two in? Uh, we're at 45 minutes flat. I think we're doing great. Uh, we can at least get one in. Let's, uh, let's sign off for the, uh, for the show show. Um, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna cut this. We're gonna cut the stream that right now. This is for all the people listening to the recorded one. Um, thanks for t- thanks for checking us out. You just Please. confused me. Did you say cut the stream? Continue the, the stream. recording. You said stream. Okay. Redo. Whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we've been amazing fantasy football for all of those listening to the recorded one. Uh, thank you for checking us out. Please. Um, share, rate us wherever possible, and you know, tell your mailman or whoever about the our our show. We we would like some more numbers, or or leave us leave us a review. We would like that too. Let us know what we're doing wrong. Let us know what we're doing right, please. Yep. Until next time, check you later. <laughs> <laughs>